Good morning, everybody. Your boys. Super Duty Tough Work. Back again. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, be it in your home, in your car, walking around, in those YouTube streets, <laughs> we welcome you to the most infamous podcast on planet Earth, Blueprint and a Logic, Super Duty Tough Work. If you've been here before, you know how we give it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most valuable podcast on MV on MP3. Priceless info, all of it's free. The best theme music in the history of podcasts. <laughs> is it not? The joint. Come on, man. We don't even have to do some some podcasts, they be doing new intros every couple years. We don't even need to. Nah. It's too fire. It's, it's iconic. Too memorable. You can't, you can't. I can't write that no better. Mm-hmm. What the fuck I'm gonna do? It's too iconic. It's just, it's, <sighs> you know, we have to keep a high standard at this podcast. This year, we've been uh, Logic and I had conversations at the end of last year about bringing back some things that we stopped doing mm-hmm. that were really fun for us, but due to my work schedule. Driving that truck. It was hard to do certain episodes. One of those franchises that we left alone. That we shall uh, bring back for another season. Is album reviews. And uh, I know Elogic is particularly happy about us bringing back this franchise. Yes. We have other new franchises series manuscripts and in, in development right now <laughs> studio is developing some other things for our viewership out there which we will bring to light soon but today we're doing album reviews the logic how you doing today good man you know just waking up and uh been writing a lot you know word yeah getting that pen game going okay. again we, t- we talked about that yeah yeah, so I'm I'm excited about um just getting back to the pen regularly, you know, coming up with fly shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Come on, man. it's something special about coming up with some with a dope verse, with a dope song. You know, it's it's something special about that. I I, I haven't felt it. It feels like I haven't felt it in a while cuz I haven't really been working on, you know, I haven't been working on no albums like that. So yeah, it feels good. It feels good. Man, preaching right now over there. Man, look, I'm with yeah. you, brother. I'm yeah. with you. Like, not even on the writing tip. Granted, I have been writing, um, but just being back to the motherfucking craft. Yeah. Yeah. That shit, you know, you will forget sometimes that you still got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You forget that people fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Even an artist like myself. I forget sometimes that I've been doing this shit for 20 plus motherfucking years and that counts. Mm-hmm. This week, I was reminded of all of that. Yeah. You know, uh, for those of you who've been paying attention on the interwebs, uh, I announced a new EP I'm dropping April 23rd called Falling Down. And uh, I want to thank everybody who has supported so far because that shit means a lot and it's doing yeah. really well so far. And uh, it's been six years since I dropped the record. Many of you listen to me on this podcast, you know, every week and y'all are tuned into what's going on, but y'all are the very small percentage of my fans, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes they don't know what the fuck happened. People think I fucking quit, bruh. Yeah. They're like, damn, we thought you was gone. Never to be seen again. And, Mm -hmm. uh, this week has been a good reminder of it, of like, Hey, it feels good. Damn, it feels good to see people up on it. In the words of, you know, Biz Marquee. Mm-hmm. One of those dope weeks, man. And like, I could talk about that for a whole episode. But, uh, you know, we're going to talk about other people's music in this episode. Yeah, some good music, too. Good music. Now, everybody at home, don't get mad because all these records ain't come out this week, 
this month, <laughs> this year. Right, right. We're a little behind, as we said, on this franchise. So with certain records we're going to talk about, they're they a little older. Mm-hmm. But they're still in our circumference, and we always wanted to talk about them. And so uh, assuming that we do this more regularly, this is going to become a regular thing. So for all of you at home, we're going to talk about Midas the Beast and Planet Asia's album. We're going to talk about Larry June and the Alchemist album. We're going to talk about Friends of the Show, D.B. and Raz Fresco's album. Another friend of the show, Blockhead's album. So if you mess with any of those artists, uh, if you've been curious about any of those albums, we're going to talk about them today. Y'all know how we do, man. We don't be writing no long-ass motherfucking essays. We get to the point. We let you know whether it's worth fucking with, and we get you on about your day. Right. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Work. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous. You heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come closer. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Super Duty Tough Work. Back, y'all. This week we're doing album reviews. I want to thank y'all for joining the show, you know. People have wanted this franchise back. I want to... You know, let y'all know it's coming. It's coming. You know, we got, we had, see, we have formulas. We just had to update our formulas for the times. <laughs> right. The years we living in. But, you know, it's still blueprinting the logic. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, first record we're going to talk about today is And One Rap Shit by Midas the Beast and Planet Asia. Midas is my man's shout out to Midas you know we've talked about him only once on this podcast I think though before one of his records last time his last solo record was it yeah yeah, yeah. you know so man he always seems to drop shit when we doing he drops a lot of shit so I guess it, it makes sense whenever we do our review this man got something dropping <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but this record with Planet Asia him and Planet Asia are in a crew you know you got this shit you, if you know what he do you know what Planet Asia do it comes together this record is not like a bunch of twists and turns, which is great. You look, the title lets you know what this shit is. Yep, yep. If you grew up in the motherfucking late 90s, early 2000s with the and one uh, basketball league, you know what I'm saying? With the professor, hot yeah. sizzle, hot sauce. Earthquake. Oh, earthquake. Oh, baby. <laughs> if you a hoop fan, you kind of know what this record is about. Mm-hmm. The interludes and everything is about hooping, doing some wild shit on the court. Uh, the song titles is about hooping for the most part. Yeah. The rhyming is rhyming. It's not, they're not actually hoop. It's a, you know, metaphor. Mm. And, uh, you know, for metaphor for how basically and one kind of changed basketball. You know what I'm saying? For those who were there. And uh, this rap record is, you know, lots of, it's just a high level of rapping high level of motherfucking production yep. and uh it's one of them records that's, that's like yeah when i want to feel that shit i put this kind of record on yeah dope you know? beats dope rhymes what more do y'all want that's basically <laughs> what this record is you know exactly what else y'all want what y'all complaining about right this is what y'all be asking for with some dudes who like can really write you know what i mean yeah. clever yeah. shit like 
uh, references that ain't common. You know what I mean? Just the way it's put together. It's like, you know, two dudes are in their bag. Uh, wise, man. You know, another thing about this record I want to like uh, point out. This record has great hooks on it. Yeah, it has really good hooks. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and a homie on, uh, shout out to 5D on uh, Twitter. He he made a comment of the day about how like hooks and underground hip hop are just in a bad shape right now. Yeah. You know, between like MF Doom and like, you know what I'm saying? Like Griselda Cats and that style. Mm-hmm. People don't really do hooks as much. Nah, shoot, they barely do two song, ver- <laughs> two song. I mean, two, two verse, verse songs <laughs> anymore. That's a fact. That's a fact. They'll hit you with the one verse, boy. Real, real. Yeah. Nice Frequently. little twenty four. Nice little twenty four bar <laughs> right. joint, and I'm out. You know what I mean? Two minute songs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Minute and a half. Yeah, with sixteen bars of the beat on the intro. Yep, yep. It's true, but like this record to me is dope because it it's a concept record where brothers is like, okay, we not just gonna just you know, say anything. The verses got the references. The hooks got the the references to basketball. And the hooks are real w- well written. And since it's two MCs, it got some hooks and they're going back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's like, it reminds me of just how, how shit used to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I ain't here to say, oh, back in my day, uh, everything was better. It's not that. I just mm-hmm. think that, like, there was a little more emphasis on writing hooks back then. And now it's like in the underground, we so anti everything that like we not even giving you no scratch choruses no more. You know what I right. mean? You not getting right. no cuts. You just gonna get the beat playing and some shit. Maybe a little interlude uh, over it. But this record got that man. You know, to me, it's just top notch production, really well done. I really don't know what the fuck else to say about this record other than this shit is fire. Yeah, I mean it's dope. Like from from the intro on it just like it goes you know what i'm saying um honestly i think the first maybe five or six songs are stronger than the 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 end of the record you know what i mean but overall like you can't you can't be mad at this if you want if you want i mean you know what planet asia does yes you know if you mess with midas you know what he does like you know ball hogs yes dope ass that's like probably my favorite joint yeah, the record and that hook is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, the beat for Scientology is nuts. You yep. know what I mean? Like it's real, it's real, real super dope. And I think "Starving Perf- for Perfection" is on the end the record with is a nice way to go out. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really, I really dug this record, and you know, I'm glad you put it on my radar. Honestly, a lot of these records outside of the Blockhead record, I hadn't really heard. Oh, word. Um, so you know, just listening to you know some of these records really like took me back to that you know that that rap shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> like that you know because yeah. you know me man i'm i'm out there in the, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. stratosphere with it Heavily you know what i'm saying style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know i'm so like having having some shit to just bring you back to that you know that that foundation yeah. of just raps you know dope verses dope hooks dope beats you know like this this record is definitely that yeah yeah i agree like my favorite tracks on it are uh Nine hundred ninety nine thousand C notes. Yeah, that joint uh, is fire. This is the one that I I really just was like, hold on, man, I got to put this on repeat. Like this <laughs> one, I had it on repeat, cleaning up the crib. Rhymes start coming in my head. I started wanting to rhyme to that, to write to the beat. Yeah. Uh, the and one rap shit title track. Uh, ball hogs, like you mentioned, expensive spaghetti, uh, arrows. Those are like my favorite joints, man. Uh, expensive spaghetti got a dope video too. I haven't seen the video. I seen a clip. I didn't know the video was out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotta yeah. check that out. I gotta check that out. For some reason, I was like, "Is it coming soon?" I seen I've seen the trailer for the video. I didn't know what the video was done though. Yeah, I gotta check that out. But uh, you know, I mean, how many die lines? We, no, I mean, this is a four out of five easy. Yeah, it's easy. Four out of five. Easy you know what I mean? It's like no less. You know what I'm saying? It's just mad die lines. You know, it's not like. The thing about this record is not gonna be like some shit where everybody fucks with this record because everybody don't know about the record. Right. They right. ain't got no big ass machine behind this shit. So it's like, it ain't gonna be that. But this is the kind of record where like if you do this kind of shit, you do it consistently, you're gonna build a hell of a f- fucking following. Yeah. 
And uh, I think that's what this shit is really all about at the end of the day. If you're an artist, it's like, how can I uh, create something consistently that establishes what I do and just be better at it every time out? And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sorry. This, this record made me, um, made me want to see them perform it live. Like when listening to it, like, yeah. A lot of these songs, I would love to see them going back and forth live. Like it would yeah. be, because I've seen um, Asia Rock before, yeah. and he's a dope performer. Um, and yeah. I'm sure Midas is just from watching his videos and shit. So yeah, this this record made me want to see it live. Hell yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, I think they just played a show last week, the Thurston Howell uh, birthday bash in Orlando. I think they oh, did they? played together. Yeah, this was just last week. Um, I just saw like you know the mad people down there who's posting about it. Oh, my people from Orlando. Shout out to y'all. I'll be back soon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that record. That's uh, N1 Rap Shit by Midas the Beast and Planet Asia. Uh, shit, should we do the second one? Let me think. We'll do the second, John. We'll do the second, John. Uh, the next joint we're going to talk about is Aux by Blockhead. This is a 2023 record as well, so don't get mad at us at home. It's still January 24. <laughs> Anything 23 is still within bounds. It's in bounds, man. It's fair play. For those who don't know, Blockhead is the you know producer most famously known for his early work with Aesop Rock um, out of New York. Uh, then he went on to put out his you know own instrumental stuff, became very popular in his own right as an instrumental producer. And, uh, you know, he tours, he's a dude, he's a friend of the family. We've interviewed him on this podcast when he came through mm-hmm. to Columbus. He's our dude. He done a record with the logic. How could I forget yep. album and two EPs, um, dope producer. And he works with a lot of rappers now. Like he hasn't, he didn't just stop with the, uh, Aesop stuff. He used, now he does stuff with Billy Woods and uh, Arm and Hammer and that whole crew of guys out there now. He's been working with them a lot. And this record has a lot of fucking guest MCs. It's basically a production record. It's a production yep. record because he doesn't rap. And uh, some of the guest features on this record are Billy Woods, Coel Chris, Aesop Rock, Open Mike Eagle, Casual, Breeze ever flowing. I'm sorry, Breeze Breezy Bruin. And like a bunch of dudes. It's literally like 20, 30 different names on this record. Um, some repeat. I think Aesop is on there maybe twice. Yeah. Uh, I think is Breeze on there twice? Breeze, yeah, Breeze, Breeze is on there twice. Woods is on there. Woods is on there um, a couple two, times. Yeah, on there twice. So yeah. it's like even though it's different people, you it does have people coming in and out multiple times. But it's uh it this record to me. Brings me back. The first thing I thought when I listened to this record is like, damn, people don't do these kind of records no more. Yeah, me too. Exactly. Yeah, I thought, because yeah, it's like, I did The Weight Room in 2002. No, it came out 2003. And I, I did one of those records, but I've never been back to it. Right, right. And I'm just like, he went back to it and it's dope. And I'm like, why the hell ain't I been back to it? Yeah. Why the hell don't more people do these records anymore? As a producer, it's a, I've always wanted to do one of these records. Like when I first yeah. started producing, this was one of my goals one day to get a record where I get a whole bunch of rappers that I like to rap over my shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's like the pinnacle kind of. It's like, yep, like yep. it's to work with a rapper that you really like. And then it's like to produce a bunch of rappers over your beats. Yeah. That's when you can really get in your bag in terms of like because when working with one rapper sometimes you have to stick to that style or that theme mm-hmm. but a record like this you know aux by blockhead you don't necessarily have to stick to one style one tempo one kind of thing because all the, the artists are different yeah you know and that kind of gives the record a lot of variation whereas it might not have had that if it was a you know artist by himself and just him and so uh that's the the, the, the background on blockhead for those of you who don't know you know, go back and listen to our interview with him a lot of production jewels in there. Uh, this record came out last year, and this record is really dope. Yeah, it's really dope. Uh, it sounds. I love the mix. It sounds really clean. That's just the the, the nerd in me. The production mm-hmm. nerd yeah. notices how clean the mixes are. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Blockhead mixes the shit. He probably gets somebody else to mix it. Who knows? 
I think it's Willie Green. I think Willie, Willie Green, Green did it. this one. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No wonder. Yeah, he's an excellent <laughs> engineer. <laughs> yeah, he's great. I ain't never heard of from him that didn't sound like a one on the engineering. So yeah, that makes sense now. So I'm like, this record sounds sick. Um, you know, I mean, shit. I I don't know what else to say other than it sounds great. Here's my standouts are uh, mastering how to land, uh, Ponzu sauce with Aesop and Breeze Bruin. Yeah. Um, 1970s apocalyptic skin flick with Fatboy Sharif and Creaturenomics. And then the, the random joint that I like is this uh Pink Lemonade joint by RXX Nephew. Yeah, this joint yeah. is mad funny. It's random. Funny he as rhymes, hell. Yeah, he rhymes about random shit the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> it don't fit nothing else on there. Uh-huh. The shit he's rhyming about is it, hilarious, dog. And I'm like, is this dude just trying to be funny he's got like that new york funny style though like mm. just the dude on the block who just say wow shit and you hang out and smoke a black of my with <laughs> every time you go to the corner store type of dude yeah oh yeah. what up g what up man what about you you just in the corner laughing y'all people watch crack jokes all right man i'm gonna here and grab this thing get out of here all right but i hot you he's one of them kind of dudes mm. and i'm like where the hell did blockhead get this guy from because he like, i ain't heard him before <laughs> with none of these other guys right right but the I song is hilarious you know what yeah. I'm saying, and uh, but yeah, those are my favorites. What are you? What are your thoughts on the record? Yeah, I mean, I I like the record a lot. Um, it definitely shows um an evolution of Blockhead's production yeah. as well because he's working with so many different types of MCs. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of these dudes I hadn't heard of. Yeah. Um, some of them I have. Um, but I think the record goes in a lot of different directions, and it does it well. I think every beat fits the rappers that's on it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that's hard to do sometimes, especially for one producer. Um, and to make it feel like a cohesive record as well yes. with going in so many different directions. So I really dig the record. Um, my standouts, uh, AAU tournaments, mm-hmm. um, uh, Mastering How to Land. Like you said, I, I love Lighthouse. That joint is, is crazy. Um, God is Busy. I like yeah. that joint uh, with Breeze Brewing and yeah. oh no, that's um, AK Solo and um, Poppy Seeds. I like Poppy Seeds. Dudes sound like um, uh, Sugar Free. He remind me of Sugar Free. <laughs> that's like a, a like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. an NY version of Sugar yeah. Free. Like dude, yeah. it just is uh, Bru- Bruiser Wolf. I think is his yeah. Name. He remind me of um, Sugar Free and uh, uh, Professor X from the X Clan. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, you put sugar free and man, glorious. This is right. protected by, but, but, but it's real pimpish. It's real pimpish. Yeah, real it's pimp like shit. A, real pimp shit. <laughs> it's real pimp. pimp shit. It's like a pimpish Professor X with sugar free. Yeah, you're right though. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, this man is so pimpish. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that joint is fire, and I like the pink lemonade joint. Also, like Gargamel. I think um, I love. I'm a I'm a fan of Def C. I like him a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's and dope. Shrapnel, of course. Um, you know, I think uh, Castro's verse, like he ends that joint. His, yeah. his verse is fucking fire on there. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, overall, I I really love love this record. Um, yeah, a lot of songs I would definitely definitely go back to. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a a dope uh, you know, entry into Blockhead's catalog. You know, yeah, like he's got one of those catalogs that's so vast you could definitely make like a a best of Blockhead playlist on Spotify, and it'd be pretty damn thorough. Yeah. And this record just kind of adds to that. And I'm just like, I think I need to make a best of Blockhead playlist now because this just reminded me. He has other albums that I play, but Mm -hmm. I've never been like, okay, I'm going to mix all this shit together now and have some shit I can throw on at any time. And uh, But yeah, this shit's dope. So, I mean, if you at home, you know, I say definitely support this shit. This is a, it's good music. It's, you know, Blockhead is a producer. This is not featuring just one record. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you probably know about all these people who we talk about are featured on this record. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like a big jump for you. Um, and I say, how many Dylons? How many Dylons you giving it? <laughs> no less than four for a production record. I'm gonna say four and a quarter, four and a half for a production record. Yeah, I was gonna say four, four point five. I really like. Yeah. I really like the record overall, and I think the MCs definitely work over Blockhead's production. Yes. It reminds me of like an uh, old school Def Jokes compilation. Just, that's what a, that's exactly what the fuck it reminds me of. Yeah. It gives me yeah. that feeling like this is taking me back to that time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, you know, I'm glad you said it like that because I'm like, what the fuck is this taking me into the zone of? 
that's exactly yeah. what the fuck it is. Like classic Def Jux presents yeah. era shit. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but just, you know, more MCs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Way more. <laughs> Way more MCs, you know. But it's very cohesive. Ain't nobody mailing it in on this record. Yeah. You know? And uh yeah, I like this record, man. So yeah, we'll uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Work. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist, and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. That's superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. Are you an artist who has the talent to succeed but has a hard time executing? Do you have the will to win but lack the plan? Are you tired of having great ideas that never come to fruition or starting new projects but never finishing them? If you answered yes to any of these questions, reach out to me at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net to book a one-on-one coaching call. Tell me a little bit about who you are, what you're trying to do, and I'll see if I can be of service to you. Have a great day. All right, folks, we are back. Super Duty Tough Work, album reviews, first joint, 24 doing some joints from 23 that may have been overlooked by even ourselves and uh you know when i send the logic these lists of albums sometimes i'll throw this man a curveball <laughs> this next record was a curveball for my man a logic yeah it was and it is larry june and the alchemist the great escape see sometimes i'll be up on some street shit <laughs> mm-hmm. right 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 you know what right. I mean and I be listening to my peoples who be up on that shit talk about certain names I be like, man let me go check this name so I've been actually hearing Larry June's name since godly at least five years ago I think the first person I actually saw a post about Larry June was um gosh Jake One actually Jake One posted one of his joints five years ago four or five years ago and uh i thought it was dope but i thought the guy was from seattle because jake posted it back then i didn't mm. come to find out he's from the bay you know what i mean i was like oh he's a seattle artist nah he's from the bay but um the shit i heard then was like him rhyming over some shit that sounded like some 80s r&b shit you know and like a fucking riding around in a fucking 87 bmw you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> like some old Nino Brown shit, which yeah. is, you know, I found out that's basically kind of what he does. Every video is kind of like <laughs> this man in a classic car, you know, riding around, just being cooler than everybody else. This is just if you were to talk about what does Larry 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 June do, that's basically what he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's not no. Uh, you need to know before you listen to this record. It is not no get amp shit. It is not, not at all, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do not listen to this late at night. You know what I'm saying? Do not listen to this when the sun is down. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this is a perfect time for this record. And it's like to me, it's like when the sun is up, it's yeah. beautiful outside. You in your car, it's maybe six, seven when it get cool. It's not too hot. You feeling good. Maybe you're about to go out for the night and you just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's but it's like Maybe you like doing your taxes. <laughs> you making a healthy meal. You know what I mean? That's when you throw him. When you thinking about the plan for the year, you know what I'm saying? Like, what am I going to do this year? I need to yeah. get motivated. Let me throw some Larry June on. You know what I mean? 
uh, that's who he is as an artist. He's monotone. He's laid back. But there's something oddly entertaining about him to me that mm-hmm. I don't think is intentional on his part. You know what I mean? Like <coughs> we talked about like the nephew dude from the Blockhead record. He was just saying bugged out stuff on purpose. Right, right. Larry June, I think, accidentally is accidentally funny on record. This is like the monotone way he'll deliver some shit that's like very, very poignant, but just hilarious. And like, I like those kind of rappers, man. Like who just say obvious shit that's good all the time. Mm. And it ain't like no wordplay. You're not hearing no extended metaphors. Ain't no (laughs) schemes. This ain't ain't well rap shit. This is mother shit. This is like a player that just happens to rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's good at rapping it. but he's a dope songwriter man so this record you know obviously he'd been bubbling for some years and i've been meaning to check him out but then i saw this alchemist joint and i was like oh yeah let me this is a good excuse to check out larry june finally and i think the record is dope it's not a hundred percent bangers front to back i think it's one of those records where like if you shave like three songs four songs off of it you're gonna have a a in the end burner you know what yeah. i'm saying but I think it's really dope from him. Uh, as far as the first record I've heard from him, I like it. Uh, I I went and watched a bunch of the music videos before I heard the record. Mm-hmm. Let me check out this one. I was like, you know what? Let me check this out. And I liked it though, man. So, what are your thoughts? Um, I liked his content. Mm-hmm. Of course, Alchemist, you know, lays a beautiful backdrop. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, I'm I'm so not really into the slow mellow monotone you, you know monotone the monotone movement <laughs> drug shit like and it's i mean and the thing is like he says really dope shit yeah and the beats are dope and um i also like the fact that he sings so he yes. adds that element that element in there yes and that really breaks up the monotony sometimes yep um but overall it's not a record that I'm gonna put on on a rec on a yeah. you know on a regular basis because it is so mellow and it's yeah. so slow. Um, but I do enjoy the shit that he's talking about. Um, yeah. I really like the joint with him and Big Sean. Um, yeah. I think it's called Pasadena or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, really like that joint. Um, you know, I like the fact that you know he'll throw in little jewels about eating healthy and little jewels <laughs> about you know what I'm saying. Like I woke up I think in a smoothie. Yeah, yeah, like I think he had a line like you know eating apples with supermodels, <laughs> by you know what I'm saying by the be- or something like like Green he salad, says like <laughs> yeah like little shit like that, and I do like I like that kind of you know cleverness. Um, I like the Orange <laughs> uh, Village joint with Slum Village. That joint is fire. Yeah, um, and I think the thing that makes this record somewhat more palatable than maybe a Boldy James or. You know, like yeah. some of the other slower, you know, monotone cats is that not all of the features are in that same vein. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So some of the features kind of break up that monotony, too, which helps. But the beats are still mad slow. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And, and a little dark. So it, it doesn't change it up too, too much. But that helped me get through it. Um, yeah. But I think overall, it's a good, good record. I think I would like to check out more of his shit. Yeah. Um, it does make me interested in checking him out. Um, but you know, overall I like the record. Like I give it a, a strong three point eight, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'm somewhere around the same thing. Like I thought it was one of those records where the last the first half is really strong. It's the strongest. Mm-hmm. And then out of the last half of it, I mean, even all the singles are chosen from the first, you know, yep. half of the, yep. over the first half of the album. And then the yep. second half is like you know, it's it's not it's solid. It's not bad, but there's nothing on there that's like to the level of the singles on the first half of it. It's front loaded. Yeah. And one of those records where maybe it's got, I don't know, 12, 13 songs, 14 songs. I think if it was shaved down to 10. Yeah. The impact would be a lot harder, especially like you said, I think maybe some of the reason you feel that way about keeping it is because it's it's unnecessarily long. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. I don't like like we talk about like the. Like that Midas the Beast and Planet Asia record, that joint is short. It's yeah. not like it might be thirty minutes, maybe. What do you think actually, I, actually, I think both. Is it the long? crazy thing about it is the reason that this record set seems long is because it's so slow. 
Yeah. This record and the Midas record are about the same length. Really? Yeah. This wow. record's 45 minutes. The Midas record, I think, is like 42 or 43. Wow. I was but the Midas record, that. the Midas record has less songs. Some of the songs are longer. Like they got yeah. a couple five minute joints on there. Okay. But because the tempos, because the different energies of the music, it yeah. doesn't seem as long because it feels like it moves much yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. This record, with it being so slow, it feels and it's fifteen songs. Even though the songs are short, yeah. it just feels long. Yeah. It feels and, long because it's so slow. Yeah. I think it should be cut to about ten songs. 10, 11 yeah. joints, and this record would have been something that I could, it would have been so much stronger, but, you know, my favorites are, like, Turkish Cotton, 89 Earthquake, Solid Plan with Action Bronson, Porsches in Spanish, <laughs> what the fuck, I don't even know what the fuck that title is, <laughs> what the fuck that mean, and uh, 60 Days, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, I like but, yeah. but I think those are all, like, singles, you know what I'm saying, so it's like, it's one of those records where the singles are singles for a reason, but there's, you know, it's just a little too long. That would be my main thing. Cut it down. And then I think even the people who are not into that thing, because like you're saying, he does things like the singing was a surprise to me. I didn't know the motherfucker could sing, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's why he's kind of seeing a different kind of response than a lot of other guys in his lane. Right. He can sing. And not only can he sing, he writes really dope singing hooks. Yeah, he does. That are does. catchy, like, okay, yeah, that's fucking dope. Um, sounds good. It's not like a rapper singing. It sounds like he clearly been singing his whole life. Yeah, he can sing, sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you the same to the same level you was you know how people think like, oh yeah, Drake can sing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Drake writes dope singing hooks. Larry June kind of has a similar energy with his singing. You right. could tell he ain't just singing on some future rap shit. No, he actually can sing. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no auto-tune shit. Like but then you got like, and the thing, like you're saying, the shit he raps about to me is like one of the reasons I think people really fuck with him because this is a man who he got mad references. To, Yo, pay your taxes, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> hey, right, man, right. On the records, telling people to pay their taxes on time. You know what I'm saying? Get your money, eat healthy. You know, he eating smoothies. He's waking up. He's just telling you to do a bunch of like positive stuff. To not yeah. hate, you know what I'm saying? Not complain. You're just like, wow, like this dude is really positive. Like, I see that being a read. When I've heard people talk about him, like that's some shit they mention. Like, yeah, all the monotone kind of guys, it's easy to kind of put them in the same lane. Right. Yeah, but he's different. He is right. Different. Because I've definitely listened to Bodie James albums and felt like you feel about them. Like, <sighs> technically, yeah. he can rap, but the energy of this is not sustaining me. You know what I mean? Because right. he's not as interesting. I find Larry June to be more interesting, which I think is why this record is interesting to me. Um, so the first half of this record is good, but yeah, I'd give it 3.5 to 3.75, somewhere around there. I don't think it's 4 out of 5 because the second half isn't as strong. But right. Right. as you said, I'm definitely checking for him now. Right, and yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna go back and and go through some of his back catalog and see what I've been missing because obviously if you get to the point where you're doing records with Alchemist, you're doing something right. Yeah, and I think also a dope um thread that I noticed throughout he talks a lot about like putting his own money up, yes. betting on himself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like shit like that. Like, and I thought that was really something just admirable about you know. Because a lot of these dudes, you don't hear, you don't hear the positivity, you don't hear no. the good advice, you no. know, interlaced in the drug talk, interlaced right. in the, you know, the fly, you know, the fly talk about the Bentleys and, you know, the mansions and chilling with models and shit. You don't yep. hear the 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 positive shit interlaced in there and the good advice interlaced in. So, like, I think that's really what sets him apart. And I think out of all of those dudes in this lane, like he's probably the main one that I would be checking for. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And his work ethic seems to be pretty damn up there. Cause I think when yeah, I he dropping every once a year, three times, maybe twice. Yeah. Like 2022, I think he put out three records, 2023, he put out three records, 2021. Mm. I think he put out like two or three, like yeah. the man is really prolific and uh, it's working for him. You know, it's not the kind of shit that we would normally talk about on this podcast, Right. But I think, you know, 
due to the alchemist being tied into it is something that definitely is on our radar, man. So like, you know, I'm sure some people on this podcast have probably been messing with him longer than we have. So we late to the party, but yeah, for if you in the right setting, it works, but it's one of those kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the opposite spectrum of some of the other shit we recommended on this podcast. (laughs) Facts. You know what I mean? In terms of energy. So yeah, uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? Got some big news to share with you all today. I'm proud to announce that for the first time, I will be opening up my artist coaching and consulting services to the public. I have been doing it for several years behind the scenes, helping artists and small businesses achieve their goals, but it's never been something that I made publicly available nor anything that I promoted until now. So if you're an artist or a small business owner, I'm now available to be booked for one-on-one sessions designed to help you achieve your goals as quickly and as efficiently as possible. If this is something that you're interested in, email me at superdutytoughwork at waitlist.net. Tell me a little bit about yourself and we'll get the ball rolling from there. I look forward to working with you all. Peace. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you, as a listener or watcher of this podcast, need to absolutely own. The first is The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists, and the second is The Social Media Cheat Code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is the social media cheat code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media, but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. All right, folks, we back. Super Duty Tough Work album reviews episode. First one of 2024. We done ran down three joints. This is the last one of the evening, which is DiBiase, friend of the show, and Raz Fresco's knockout album. Yeah. This, for those who don't know, DiBiase, producer out of LA, Raz Fresco out of Toronto, I believe. Um, it's concept record. Another concept record. Very, I ain't gonna say it's similar to the Anwan rap shit, but in terms of executing a concept, they yeah. they approach it in the same way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think they actually even take it a step further due to the production. So right, right. this record is called Knockout because all the beats were produced by DiBiase with this new sampler, this uh, EP133 KO. Uh, mm-hmm. two sampler, and this one just came out. You know, maybe a month or two. It's it's fairly new, right? Yeah, a few months ago. Yeah, a few months ago. And so, but everyone loves it. People love it like they love the you know SP four hundred four and uh, the pocket operator and, and all of that stuff. Small little sampler. It looks like a calculator sitting on yep, your desk. It does. You know it does. what I'm saying? And so, uh, it's got its own kind of cult following. Now, if anybody's been following Raz Fresco and DiBiase, both of them make beats. But Raz Fresco, I think he's like uh, sponsored by or he's got like a brand to deal with Teenage Engineering. So he uses a lot of their shit anyway. Mm. Um, but this record, they made it using, I mean, DiBiase using just this new joint that came out. And so since it's called the KO, the knockout, they named the album that. And mm-hmm. so it's like, 
producing a whole album with one piece of gear, one producer, and uh, and the, the other layer of the concept is that you know all the concepts and interludes are about boxing. Yeah. On the album, so it's like they took it to that level conceptually. A bunch of stuff about boxing, fighting references, and uh, it's lo-fi sonically. Is it ain't you know what I'm saying? This ain't like the uh, the blockhead record in terms of engineering. Right. It ain't that. This is some like sounds like a cassette tape straight off the motherfucking cassette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it sounds like that. Lo-fi album, but DBIC, I love the fucking beats on here. You know what I mean? It's good to hear DBIC back in his rap album bag as whenever he does his shit is fire. You know what I mean? Yep. Where's my beat pack DB? What's going on, family? <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at my email. I don't see it. I don't see my beat pack. We wondering. What the fuck is going on? Because we need some of this fire over here. We rap too. <laughs> what you think, man? Oh man, I I really I really enjoyed this record. Um, you know, to take the concept a little further, the teenage engineering um 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 promo for this is actually a picture of Muhammad Ali. Yes, I um, forgot about that. You know, as box. well, and yep. I, yeah, and a lot of the um the interludes are Muhammad Ali. Okay. actually talking shit on yeah. this record too so um but it really kind of took me back to like some 90s you know like some 90s new york timberland boot rap <laughs> shit you know what yeah, i mean yeah and i mean db's beats ridiculous and um raz fresco I, I really like him on this record i liked him on the last record they did um yeah. too um a couple years ago um but yeah overall this record is super dope um i really like kimbo um, mm-hmm. As man fights himself, that joint is fire. Um, one inch punch, that joint is fire. Tyson talk crazy. Yeah. Like the beats on here are nuts, you know. Yeah. And Raz like definitely does his thing. So if you like that boom bap lo-fi rap shit, like yep. this record will be on repeat for you. Um, there was one thing I talked to you about this before. Um, as far as the mixing, a little bit like there's yeah. some songs where. Raz's vocals are a little tinny and sharp and yeah. you know, really piercing yeah. um, to me because I listen to it on my monitors. Um, but outside of that, it's still a record I can throw on and listen to front to back. I think it's only 25 minutes or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's mad short. It's mad short. Um, but yeah, I think, it's, I think it's very, very dope. Really, really dope record. Yeah, these are the records like, yeah, I think are the easiest to kind of check out for fans and new newer fans too because uh, none of the songs are more than two and a half minutes right two verses max each one you got interludes outros they get you in and out in 25 minutes and they just get to the point there's no bullshit no fluff and like if you were considering checking them out this is a good start you know what i'm saying yeah it's yeah. not a big commitment you ain't gotta sit down for an hour i listen to it on my uh what's name speakers i never listened to it on my monitors um, because I didn't have it on uh, streaming. I just had it on a, a link on this computer um, that DB sent me. So I never heard that issue you were talking about with the vocals, but mm-hmm. I get it. I do think, you know, the aesthetic of it is maybe it allows them to kind of get away with that more than other people because it's some right. lo-fi shit anyway. Right, so it's right. like, whereas like we don't, we listen to like the uh, the blockhead joint, like this joint is the crispiest engineered production record we done heard in motherfucking years. Mm. But this one is like, I don't even know if I had an expectation. But then like that thing, like, you're like yeah, you're right. But I wonder if it even matters with these these records. You know? What I'm oh no, I don't. And that's don't the thing. Think, and yeah, it, it doesn't. I was just listening, you know, just with a critical ear because we're doing reviews. You know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. But like, did I care? No, not nah. really. You know nah, what I'm saying? Nah, nah. <laughs> Whatever, you know, they did this record probably in a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Put it together, put it out, and I, you know, I, I, they got good chemistry, and I, I hope they continue to work together. You know, on on different stuff. Everything I've heard from them too, it seems like their their work ethic matches. Yeah, definitely. Really important. Like prolific producers and prolific MCs need to work together. Who are dope, and these guys are doing that. And uh, I highly recommend it. If you had never heard either of them. Check out this record for some cool rap shit. You know, sounds good. My favorite tracks are Kimbo, uh, Knock Your Sonic Rings Out, Mascot, Automatic KO. You know, as you guys can see, it's like a bunch of fucking boxing references and shit like that. So like it's it's uh it's dope. It's not 
you ain't got to add no sauce on this shit. Like, what the fuck can we say? There's some records we probably got to speak about. We can speak about one song for 10 minutes. Like, no, what I think they really mean on this joint is. Right, right, right. It's not this record. It's not this Nah. Straightforward <laughs> rap shit. Straightforward rap shit, man. And, and, you know, we need that in this industry sometimes. So it's like, uh, you know, I commend these cats for getting together and doing two of these. And I'm sure they're going to keep working together. And uh, I think that's it, man. That's it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So the albums we reviewed this episode were... Uh shit! Did we, did we rate that joint? How many how many dialogues you get that joint? Oh, that one I give it a strong four, four five. Yeah, I give it four myself. You know what I mean? It's real short. You know what mm. I mean? But I, yeah, I give it four. But that's still pretty damn good. Four out of five yeah. dialogues. Yeah. Um. So what we what we reviewed this episode? The four records were, uh, Midas the Beast, Planet Asia, uh, and one rap shit, Larry June, and Alchemist. Um. The Great Escape, uh, Aux by Blockhead, and KO by DiBiase and Raz Fresco. So, uh, you know, you need some some rap shit to kind of get you up and moving. Or if you just, it's like six o'clock and you and the sun going down and you chilling hard, sipping the mimosa or something, you know what I mean? Eating on the patio, throw some Larry June on. Yeah. It motivated, you know what I mean? Get eating what? fresh mango, yeah, eat you know what I'm saying? Mango, you know what I mean? <laughs> you looking over the beach, yeah, in, in Miami yeah. or something, yeah. Fruit smoothie, throw that Larry yeah. June on, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for this episode, man. We'll see y'all next week. All right, peace, peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work, huh? <laughs>